Shut up and sit down. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Business Bros! Yeah, we're getting yeah. good at that, dude. That works. All right. I dig it, I dig it. It's All probably right. annoying to some people, though. It probably is. It, it probably would not be good etiquette if we were at work. It probably wouldn't be. <laughs> That's ironic. What yeah. are we talking about today? So today's episode is on work office etiquette. I think it's more office etiquette because work etiquette, there, there's a different... Um, I guess you're right. I mean, if you you were in the Navy... Right. There's a whole different kind of etiquette that's allowed there. Right. Versus uh, in the office. Versus in the office. All right. So we're Civilian gonna, work. Civilian work. So we're going to be talking about office etiquette. And uh, I did the post on the Facebook and we had quite the uh, commentary. I guess a lot of people have a lot of things to say. They wish they could tell people at work. Yeah, I mean, you got to kind of play it cool at work, you know, keep the peace. Yeah. But uh, you could post it on Facebook when it's a general, you know, ge- general question. Yeah. And then not point it at anybody. Exactly. And then leave it up to us and uh, we'll point it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if this applies to you guys, right. you know who you are. We're talking generally. Right. But, but when if you it applies about to you, it, yeah, you know? <laughs> if the shoe fits, right? If the shoe fits, dude. All right. So. Uh, Let's see. One of the first things we had on the list was uh, warming up the copier or refilling the paper. So, like, I get to work pretty early in the morning. So, when I walk in the room, my office, by the way, at at school, it's not really a classroom since I move all the time. But um, I'm right by the copier. So, when I walk in the door, the first thing I do is push that green button that warms up the copier. So that if anybody else has to walk in, they put their copy in the copy machine. They don't have to wait the four minutes for the thing to warm up. That's very you know? courteous of you. It's just, you know, a little it thing. It takes four do. minutes for that thing to warm up? I, I don't know. It feels like four minutes. It says it waits a couple minutes for it to warm up. Right, so. right. So, I mean, you put put it in there and then you're waiting and you think it's doing nothing. Well, that really is courteous. But what if somebody gets there before you? Do you expect that to be done for you? I mean, I think it would be nice, right? At, at, well, at the very least, the other one, refill the paper. Like if if you're there and you use the machine and you finish the paper, don't walk away. If the paper jams, don't walk away. Right. Like fix it. You were the one doing it, right? Definitely. That is kind of a general consensus, though, for a lot of different things. Oh, it's right? one of those things like common sense, but it's not very common. Like people walk away from those things. They're like, ooh, nobody's here. Boop, I'm out. And then they just leave it jammed. Do I have enough copies? Yeah, I have enough. Yeah, I can get by. Yeah, Somebody else will fix it. I'll come back. It's cool. No big deal. Oh, dude. I mean, and, and if you're the next person in line, that is super frustrating. Oh, when you get to the copier and it's already jammed and you're like, what the? Or you get come to the copier, on, you man. need to make copies and there's no more paper. Ooh. Oh, that's a bummer. Like, let somebody know ahead of time. I mean, I'm sure we can get that squared away. Right. right. Well, what if there's no... There's usually paper somewhere nearby right oh man out of school paper goes quick it's like a priceless commodity like mm. if you have paper you're you're on top of your game i mean yeah we can make a phone call the office will come and send more paper but it's a process and you only have so much time before the bell rings dunder mifflin paper company would probably love you guys <laughs> <laughs> well how about the next one i know this one uh, is a biggie for teachers i'm sure it's a biggie for pretty much any office start or refill the coffee pot well, that's what I was saying is that it's like a general consensus, just like a general rule, right? If you use something and you finish it, 
that stuff back. Put something back. You know, refill the paper in the printer. Refill the coffee pot. By the way, why did this all start? <laughs> it all started because you were not refilling the coffee pot. Because I was that jerk. You were that guy. I was that jerk. So, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of history, I guess. I've, I've been working from home for the past several years. Uh, I haven't had an office job. Shoosh. I, I can't. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Really. longer when you take uh, the four <laughs> off the front of it, right? Just ever. <laughs> Just ever. Uh, so, I, I really haven't had an office job, especially one where there are multiple offices, you know, and, and multiple businesses in the same building. Uh, so, we kind of all share this coffee lounge. And I went over, and you know, what happens is every morning I get to the office, and Raleigh's always there before me. Today I got there like 15 minutes early, and I was like, oh yeah, I definitely beat her. I'm driving up, and sure enough, there's her car. Already what? there. She's already there. She's one of those people. Already there. So <clears throat> when she shows up, that's the first thing she does. She starts the coffee up right away. So, you know, by the time I get there, coffee's usually made, and you know, I get one of the, I have like a, I don't know, 28-ounce cup, I think it is, something like that, 30-ounce, whatever. It's a big cup of coffee. And when I fill it up, sometimes it's the last of it. And I didn't even think twice about it. I was like, oh, okay, it's gone. That's it. Walk Deuces. away. Deuces. Yeah. Right? Then you got called out. Then I got called out. I, I didn't specifically get called out because the person who was saying it didn't know that it was me. But somebody from one of the other offices was getting his coffee and he's like man i hate it when somebody doesn't refill the coffee after they've used it all up and i'm you know kind of standing there having a conversation with other people who are gathered around the coffee maker and like i sat there for a minute and like i wasn't gonna admit it but, right but then like the conversation came back around to it and i was like all right it I was just, me. It was me, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I haven't worked in an office in ever. I've been working from home. I've been used to wifey just, you know, making the coffee and I don't have to worry about it. You know, like, my bad. Yeah. My yeah, bad. Yeah. It won't happen again. I made the mistake. But and dude, so, coffee is important, man. I, like, I, don't drink yeah. co- I don't drink coffee. But I know people who drink Freak. coffee. And, yeah. <laughs> I know people who drink coffee. And if they don't get theirs, dude, heads will roll. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I'm not that bad with coffee. I like my coffee in the morning, but if I don't get coffee in the morning, it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But I know there's definitely people like that do not talk to me. I love those those coffee mugs that are like, not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay, now you may speak. As, as the heat drops yeah. down in the cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's kind of like, like one of our Facebook posts. Uh, Rodney says, don't come at me with serious business. <laughs> right. I like to ease into my day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, let let what, me let me get my coffee first. Let me get my coffee. And if you didn't refill that coffee pot, Lord oh, help you. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. I mean that comes down to the also replace the water jug, right? I mean, it's the same concept. Like I can understand if there are some, you know, smaller individuals who can't lift the water jug up. Right, but right. Everybody else, come on, man. It's five gallons of water. It's not like, you know, the exactly. biggest thing in the world. If you're young enough and tall enough i guess to be able to put that water jug up on top strong enough do it yeah do it that easy don't be the jerk that uses the last of the water or the last of the coffee and doesn't refill it all right how about putting things back if i have a stapler or scissors or a tape dispenser on my desk is it communal if it's on my desk nah that's mine (laughs) so if it disappears 
then I'm going to be upset because that was my stapler. And <laughs> I see, and, and me, I am the type of person that has a place for everything, right? Dad taught me like yeah, that. I have a place for everything. Everything, and everything in, in its place. place. That's right. That's right. Well, one of dad's biggest annoyances when we were kids, man, would go to the garage, take one of his tools, use it to mess around, do something, fix something, break something. And we wouldn't even put the tool back. And then he'd be wandering the house. Where's my Phillips head screwdriver? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> I put it right here. <laughs> it should have been right there. When you use something, put it back where you found it. It's that easy, dude. It's that easy. I mean, all right, uh, dude. We got so many on the list. It's, it's just funny. it was great. It was, it was great. great. So let's let's move in. Thank you for thank you everybody who uh, participated in this. We really appreciate the feedback. There, this, this is going to be a fun one. Oh, for sure, dude. We're going to tag all you guys so that you guys can uh, feel the gripe session that we're having here because <laughs> it's definitely. I mean, it's just a little bit of venting, you know. Like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Kind of like the next one. I mean, again, a common sense thing, but don't microwave fish oh my god it's like anything with that kind of a powerful odor right i have a bad sense of smell yeah you're probably so, not gonna smell it no, no no no. i'll smell it but see i'm i'm the weirdo that pretty much anything that i can smell i typically enjoy right like right. even skunk like it doesn't smell good to most but for me i like it because i normally can't smell things but i know that this is a big deal and bothers people. Like, Dude, I mean, because your sense of smell goes hand in hand with taste. Right. So if, you're, if you have something in front of you, spaghetti, hamburger, pizza, but you're smelling fish, mm. like it's going to affect the way you eat things, you know? And it's such a powerful odor. It's like you're trying to eat your hamburger and all you smell is fish. Not just that, dude. You ever go to like a hamburger place that also sells like like fish and then your fries kind of taste like fish mm, and that's yeah. gonna, that's what's gonna happen if after you've made the fish i stick my food in the microwave now my food is gonna have like a fish smell oh, or fish taste gross. to it dude and don't get me wrong fish is good i mean it is but, but i didn't pack fish right you did <laughs> right but it's like it's not even like real fish it's like like fish leftovers or fish film i don't know it's yeah like, yeah it's not good no it's no good. no no that's not what i want hey speaking of smells courtesy flush there you go that's definitely one. Ooh. i mean especially like if you have one of those small offices where like the toilet is right down the hallway right like it's just around the corner either either i know it's at the office it's work sometimes Especially after coffee. <laughs> Especially after coffee. Sometimes you just gotta go. I get That's that. Right. That's I right. I get that. But a little courtesy flush goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, the sister-in-law is funny. One time, she, one time I saw her post. She's like, I can't believe they do that aerosol spray thing, or they, they it's like a citrus smell. Uh huh. But after they poop, she's like, it's like citrus. Citrus. <laughs> 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 so that that. Citrus wow. smell is not gonna mask well with the smell of poop. Wow! You know? So like, wow. Um, I, it, what's his good. name, dude? What's his name? Chris, um, uh, Star Lord, Chris, Pr- uh, Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Okay, so Chris Pratt did an MTV acceptance award. Uh huh. Right, and, and he was talking about how like if you have to go poop at a party, like what do you do? He's like, the first thing you do is you sit on the toilet and you let all the pee out. Okay. Right? Because what you don't want to do is poop first and then spray it with pee and get all like the poop particles out. So let all the pee out first mm-hmm. 
and then poop and flush. Poop and flush. And then you're good. You're good. <laughs> it's minimal time that poop is in the air and you're, you're squared away. And especially in a small office, trust me, you know, I know everybody can stand your own brand, but that's your own brand. Like the rest of the office doesn't really want to smell that. And they won't tell you anything. It's like that episode of uh, Family Guy where Peter sticks Meg in the car and farts and forces her to smell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty bad. All pretty right. bad, pretty bad. Um, okay, so this is a really good one, I thought, by the way. Um, this one this one is, is a, a stickler for me because I tend to be the type of person who's very punctual. I want to mm. be on time. And it usually for me, early is on time. On time is late. That's, right? Yeah, you weren't even in the military. You learned that one. Yeah, that's just me personally. So punctuality is important. And I found this tip online. It was pretty good. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be late, because sometimes you can't prevent late, right? It's right. gonna happen. But if you're gonna be late, give a two minute notice for every minute that you're gonna be late. So for example, if I'm, if you know you're gonna be ten minutes late, call and give a twenty minute advance notice. Because people got other things they can do, right? They could have opened up their email. They could have made a phone call. They could have, I don't know, went to the bathroom. Whatever it is mm-hmm. that they can't do because you weren't there on time. Right. So common courtesy, I mean, you're going to be late to a meeting, two minute notice for every minute that you're going to be late. So call 20 minutes ahead of time if you're going to be 10 minutes late. Yeah. And and don't give me the I'm around the corner like that. No, dude, just be honest with people. Like, right. I'm running behind. I'm going to be about 20. I'll be there in about 20 minutes, but give a 20 minute notice for if you're going to be 10 minutes late. If you're, if you're going to be 10 minutes late, 20 minutes, if you're going to be just twice as much. Yeah, you, you said minutes, you said I'm going to be 20 minutes late. So, you so that means me 40 minutes 40 ago. 40 minutes ago. Let exactly. me know. Yep. All right. So that basically gives me an hour to get done what I need to get done where I'm not just going to be sitting there waiting for you. Yes, sir. I mean, dude, it's it makes all the difference in the world. I mean, first of all, I think meetings for the most part are kind of a complete waste of time. You can you can condense your meetings and save a lot of time and a lot of BS talking if you just said, you know, if you're going to have a 30-minute meeting, crunch it down to 15 minutes. And then you'll see how much you get done in those 15 minutes so that people can continue to go on their business. Right. You don't need to sit in a meeting the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you people have a lot of complaints about meetings, too. Oh, dude, tons of complaints about meetings. So there was a complaint. Um, if you're going to be in a meeting, don't be on your phone. Like, oh, yeah. You're there to listen to what's going on. Nobody That's wants to have courtesy. to re-explain something to you right. because you decided to be on your phone. Playing words with friends. Playing words. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know a guy. I, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> or or how about how about don't be that person that's like, hey, does anybody have any questions? 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 Going once? Going twice? Uh, and the meeting's been going for too long and you're like, well, can you go back and explain? Yes. Yes. There there are two types of questions in a meeting, right? There are questions that you need answers to. Mm -hmm. And there are are questions that everyone needs answers to. Right? And you need to learn to distinguish between the two. Makes sense. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some questions are totally legit and they make sense for everybody to hear. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes, the questions that are asked are something that we can take care of off the record. Right, or or they're very specific examples. Well, what if I have this situation and da 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 da, da and like you're talking about a very specific situation, and the presenter's like, "Well, you know, that's probably something that we should talk about offline. 
that's not necessarily something that everybody needs to know. Right. You know, that's this really is a specific general concept meeting. Right. Right. Does it fit the general concept? Go in this direction. Does it fit this general concept? Go in this direction. Yours is very specific. Let's address that offline. Like yep. nobody needs to hear or extend the meeting twenty five minutes because you don't understand one little piece. Right. Right. It's not everybody else's business. Um, or nor do they care to be around for all that. They kind of get it. They're like, you know what, dude, relax. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you have something that's very particular to you, you know, and your your specific situation or a very specific situation that you're dealing with, then maybe that's not the right kind of question to ask. But it's a, if it's a more generalized question that everybody could benefit from, then go ahead and feel free to ask that question. All right. And I mean, I understand that we could be a little frustrated with things, right? But one of the other things that uh, that we had on our Facebook post, and it came up a couple times, is don't use profanity in the workplace. Like you got to be professional. Yeah, I definitely. mean, there's there's people in cubicles close to you. There's people in close proximity that may be on the phone with clients, customers, mm-hmm. whatever. They don't need to hear your foul mouth. Yep. Right. I mean, I get it. Sometimes you want to say stuff is funny, whatever. No problem. There's a time and place, but. That is not the time nor the place. Generally speaking, yeah, especially if you're in a larger office or a place like you, you know, at a school. If it's a smaller crew and you have a more, you know, closer relationship, I guess, and you guys kind of already have an understanding that might be acceptable, uh, I would say that it is kind of a case-by-case, right? But absolutely, especially in something like a call center where there are customer calls going on and stuff like that. You really got to be mindful about that stuff. You do, you do. I mean, and, and on our Facebook on our Facebook page, we had Saul and and Esther, both of them kind of saying the same thing. Um, one of them talking about profanity and, and surrounding the loud noises, and then Saul's like, "Dude, don't be on your phone on personal calls with your door open, talking all loud. Nobody wants to hear your business." Oh yeah, that you know too. what I mean. Yeah, and it, it might be, or it might be even relevant. It might be you might be doing business. You might be on a on a call. But there's no reason to talk with your door open or loud so that, you know, everybody in the office can hear you. Keep your stuff a little private. You know, that's that's good that you're on the phone. That's good that you're taking calls. That's good that you're making things happen. But, you know, be courteous of your office mates there. Right. And I mean, some people have loud voices. That's kind of the very true. Their very makeup. True. That's kind of their makeup. That's kind of how they are. Uh, but we definitely need to be cognizant of our surroundings. And if somebody else is on a call, right, you might want to tone that voice down a little bit. I have that habit. I'm pretty loud on the phone a lot of times, you know. Um, I did an orientation today. I was on the phone for three hours, you know. But when I heard Raleigh on the phone next to me, I would try to tone my voice down a little bit so that, you know, I'm not interrupting her call, but the person that I'm talking to can still hear me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 a courtesy. You know, you you know if you have a loud voice. Yeah. You know, you're you're aware of it. You're you're not uh, oblivious of it. Right. So, you know, and I understand, you know, it's just, you know, the, uh, what do they call it? The inside voice. If I can talk to you when we're like three feet away. You're th- probably good to talk to me on the phone this way. Exactly. At this volume. Exactly. Especially when you have microphones and headsets, you know, all the cool stuff that we use. Right. So there's no reason why you, you need to be so loud, at, you know, at all times. Um, let's see. Let's go with another one here. Um, well, let's keep going with what Saul was saying. So uh, he mentioned talking loudly on on your phone. Uh, what else? Let's see. Oh, he's got... 
Match your clothes correctly. Match your clothes see, correctly. See, see, I'm I'm not the uh, I'm not the matching clothes kind of type. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I we pretty much wear similar colors. If I wear blue sweater, I'll wear like you know gray shorts or black shorts or something. And I think my color scheme is relatively decent, but I'm not like a styling kind of dude. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I can suit up every once in a while and get nice. But like Saul, for example, he does a lot of uh, a lot of financial planning stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's got to dress to the point. Right, right. So if you ever see his, his Facebook stuff, by the way, he has the best socks. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> does. all kinds of he cool does. socks. He has some awesome socks, for so, sure. So, I mean, for him, I, I guess, you know, wearing, you know, striped shirt and like polka dot suit probably is not the, not the i think anybody wearing a polka dot suit i, I might get a second look <laughs> right hey man maybe they're after that second look who knows yeah, but what is it it's like stripes and plaid or you know stuff like that yeah, yeah, go together yeah. you know i don't know i have a thing about these highlighter colors sometimes <laughs> you know i i just bought a, a whole bunch of uh polo shirts to get embroidered and they're literally all colors of the rainbow you know, but you're gonna wear my like khakis fun. or jeans or something. You yeah, know mostly I mean? mostly so. jeans. I I think I might have to buy some khakis here pretty soon though, because I, I I did I dressed up for that uh, interview that we did last week, and I thought I looked kind of nice, and I was like, huh, maybe mm. I should do this more. But you're gonna have to change the boots. Oh, I'm I'm gonna have to buy new boots. Oh, I gotta buy new boots, but uh, you know when I dress up like that, it's gonna be nicer shoes. I gotta find those shoes that I was telling oh, you. Yeah, about. You, gotta, you gotta remind me of that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, All right. We'll, well uh, Melody mentioned that dress for success, not the beach or bar yes. or a barbecue. Yes. So that's definitely you know, in in our office we don't have a lot of uh, client traffic. We don't really have clients coming in, uh, but what we do have is our agents and our carrier representatives. So people that we want, we want those people to see us and see success. We don't want those people to see us and see, you know, bums. Right, right. We're portraying an image. That's right. Especially, you know, having our office, that beautiful beachfront view in Coronado. Like, that's an image. Definitely is. I mean, that's that's part of what we are. So, yeah, definitely dress for success, even though you're at the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just bring your uh, swim trunks, you know. Stick change. them in your car, change before. I mean, we got some of the, the girls in the office. They go do yoga, they switch, they change, and then they come back, they change back. So, yep. you know, it, it's okay to, to have different things to do during the day. It's just, you know, make sure when you're in the office, you're dressed for the office. And That's when right. you're not, you're not. Right? Yep. So, uh, let's see. How about uh, Mr. Ranhell? He hates it when people talk smack about other employees leaving early like you don't know what's going on with that other employee you know you know you don't know what kind of permissions they have or what kind of schedule they're working with you know it's kind of hard you know i think this is more like a jealousy thing because that happens in the office a lot there's always that jealousy thing it's either jealousy on title or jealousy in position or jealousy in schedule and people tend to you know say a little something I, i think for the most part it's not super um offensive that they're they're not really trying to be offensive they're more like oh that's not fair right you know? it's not fair but yep. but and the fact is that you never really know what they might be going through you know they might have somebody at home who needs special care yeah you know they might be shoot for all you know they might be leaving to go to chemo yeah you know yeah. They, they there's all kinds of things that could be going on they could have uh you know deathly sick child it, it could be any number of things it reminds me of that story the uh 
the guy on the bus and he has a bunch of kids, like five, four or five kids. And, you know, picture yourself on the bus and you see this guy and he's sitting there and the kids are just jumping around on the seats, off the seats, running up and down the aisle of the bus or the subway, you know, acting crazy, you know, and you're getting frustrated because you're, you're trying to read your paper or whatever it is just on the phone. Just enjoy your bus ride. Yeah, I mean, enjoy the ride. not get These kids are going all crazy, crazy, right? Kids, so yeah. you finally get fed up and you go over there and you ask him, you know, hey, can you control your kids? And the guy kind of like snaps out of it. And he's like, oh, I'm. I'm sorry that their mom just passed away. I don't know how I'm going to tell them, you know, Ooh. like all of a sudden you feel like a jerk yeah. right? because you don't know what's going on. And that's the, that's the thing about the office is you can't really talk smack about people. You don't know what's going on in their life. Right. Mm-hmm. For all, you know, I mean, they might look like they have a happy front, but you don't know what's going on out there. So, you know, be nice, be, you know, be understanding that people have other lives. And if you had to leave work early, you know, if you had stuff that needed to be taken care of, I'm sure people would be surpri- supportive of you. It's, it's a team effort in the office. So moral of the story, err on the side of compassion. Err on the side of compassion. Be human. Be human. Be human. You know, it's just a little bit. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, how about That's having good. a clean office? Like, pick up your stuff. Oh, God. I'm a stickler for this. Uh, when, when uh, I got here and, and I started, you know... Uh, managing the office there that was definitely one of the first things that i did i'm like okay that's a mess that's a mess that's a mess that's a mess okay we're buying some drawers so you can put you know this stuff in the drawers uh you're getting uh, a cabinet so that when people walk in they don't see this shelving with all this junk you know we're getting all this stuff off the floor you know all these different things they're going to be put away and this office is going to look clean and tidy yes yes i mean and, and and it's not just, however, it's not just your desk. Like, you might have stuff on your desk and it might be a little scattered, whatever. But again, like, it's it's visible. And if I have a super clean and tidy desk and all the desks are tidy and then they look at your desk and it's like, you know, it might be your organized mess, but it's still a mess. Right. And you got to just, you know, understand that the office has an entire image that you need to keep. You remember that movie Equilibrium with Christian Bale? Mm-mm. No, I swear I've shown it to you. It's uh, it's a utopian setting where they take away all their feelings. They like have to take a pill or something like that. Oh yes, and, yes, uh, yes. He, with the, the two kids, with the guns and the two kids. Yes, yeah. yes. So, um, of course, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Bean, uh, Ned. Oh, from uh, Ned Stark from Ned Stark, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. What's his name again? Uh, something Bean. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Sean, Sean Bean. Bean. Of course, he's in it. And guess what? Spoiler alert, he dies. <laughs> Dude, he dies anyway, in everything. He dies in everything. Uh, but so anyway, in there's a scene where they're all sitting at their desks and their stapler is in the exact same spot. Every single desk, the stapler is in the top right corner and, you know, all the different little tools, their, their pens are set up, you know, two inches from the top of the desk, you know, and he stops taking his... his uh, emotion depressors or whatever it is suppressors not depressors suppressors and he starts feeling things and he's like you know what i don't like my stapler over here i'm gonna move it to the left and i don't like my pens over here i'm gonna move them to the right those feelings dude, and somebody kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody catches them and they're like did you have a problem with your desk like yeah it just it wasn't working for me well it's been set up so that it's efficient for everybody and da 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 like 
damn, bro, my bad. <laughs> you know, I mean, okay, I'm so not don't saying be, don't be that guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I'm not saying don't have personality at your desk. I'm just saying no, keep man, it no neat and tidy, right? No, no little, personality. little neat and tidy would be would go a long way. <laughs> I mean, you got and and then you also got to be respectful and courteous. I mean, we we're talking about that, but let, let's take it back to the kitchen. So there was one, there was a couple times a few years ago. There was a couple times where we had like a. We had the thief in the refrigerator, the communal refrigerator. Oh no, dude! So pissed off one time. Oh, I, no. I, I, you know, I was, I was dieting at the time, so I was doing like the paleo diet. So I had the salad in there, and it's not like I'm eating a bunch of stuff, you know. I'm right, trying right. to be good. Go to my communal fridge where I left my salad in the morning, and it's gone. Oh. like, dude, if it ain't yours, don't touch don't take it. it. I don't care if I bought a, you know, a 24 pack of yogurts. They're not your yogurts. Like if you if you know who owns the yogurt and you ask them, I'm pretty sure they'll share with you. Pretty much, but don't just take it, right? And here's the other thing, dude. dude. That's jacked though. Like somebody just stole your lunch. Dude, it was gone. That's the worst. And then I had to dip cuz I always have snacks in my in my in my bag, right? I always have like beef jerky mm-hmm. and like or almonds or pistachios or something. So now I'm sitting there like, well, everybody's eating their lunch and I'm like nibbling away on freaking almonds or something waiting for like, you know, to leave so I can go get some food and just and just fuming, fuming, like fuming, like like, frustrated. Like, how could you even do that? Who? Oh, if I ever find out. Oh, man. (laughs) No, here's the other thing. Like, just because you're on a diet doesn't mean that everybody else is on a diet. You know what I mean? So like. One of the one of the irritating things in the uh, communal lunch area is when somebody's critiquing your food, like, "Hey, man, uh, what you got there?" Oh yeah, you yeah. know, like, like dude, we had that comment. Like, yeah, no, that's where I pulled it from from uh, from one Mr. of my work Kim. buddies, Mr. Kim. Like, like, dude, don't comment on my food if if you know if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. I get it, but like, yeah, like, it's my thing. I love sushi, right? Yeah. And somebody who doesn't like sushi might be like, ew, how can you eat that? That's gross. Or you're eating steak and somebody who's a vegetarian or a oh vegan is like, how are you enjoying that dead animal? Like, like dude, come on. Dude, oh, like, get me started. Oh, uh, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. I, I have a pretty, gar- pretty good argument uh, against that, by the way. It goes uh, between animal rights or human rights, right? So, yeah, sure, the animals are sometimes mistreated and they don't really have the greatest life, but, you know, they're meant to die. Like, that's what they're going to do, right? But then on the other hand, if you're vegetarian, you have a bunch of people who are very, very, very highly underpaid, right, out there doing all of this hard labor and always in fear of deportation and all this other stuff, and all of your vegetables are coming off the backs of these people who are almost slaves. I mean... Treated like animals at treated, times. Treated like... Yeah. Treated Damn, really dude, that's kind of so, harsh, actually. Dude. I know, right? So that's so that's your argument, meditarians, against anybody who wants to judge you for being... For eating animals. Wow, dude. That, that was, <laughs> was kind of messed up, actually. It's pretty harsh. It's it pretty is pretty harsh. harsh. Yeah. Well, but sometimes you need a harsh argument to come back on. That's right. That's right. Especially if somebody's critiquing your food. You know what? For me, you know? dude, I'm, I'm a, I, I believe in everybody's equality. So I eat veggies. I eat fruits. I eat meats. <laughs> all in equal doses. So, that's right. Okay. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm a good omnivore. I'm a good omnivore, dude. I'm yeah. a good omnivore. So... <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's see we got a couple more here on the list um if you're sick 
stay at home. Oh, yeah. Right? Miss Slater sent that to us. It uh, was one of the ones that sent, to, sent that to us. We got it a couple times. No one wants to hear your phlegmy cough, sniffling, runny nose, which can be solved easily by blowing your nose, by the way. And then she, like, you know, says so she makes a sound. Dude, and it, it's true. It, it, you know, for me, it's not really the coffee and the sneezing as much. It's the fact that you might get me sick. And yeah, I, don't, I don't really want to be sick. So, you know. Right, because if you get sick, then you come home and your wife gets sick and your kids get sick. And then. I already have to deal with the kids going to school. And I already have to deal with a bunch of kids in my classroom. Like, mm-hmm. don't add to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm trying to stay out of here's, the here's a, here's infection zone. Here's a question zone. for you, kind of on this topic. How do you feel about that sound of people blowing their nose? Uh, it doesn't bother me, dude, because I'm I'm a pretty loud nose you blower myself. You definitely are. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I've told Vanessa this. She she knows this about me. I hate that sound. Really? Oh my god, dude! When you do it, you're loud. Hey, you're loud. But I do like, have a very loud. Uh, but nose when you blower. do it, like you're in the bathroom or whatever, like it's it's part of your morning routine, yeah. like whatever. It it is what it is. You. So whatever. But, like, if I'm in a room and, like, somebody blows their, their nose next to me, like, I get the chills. Like, I shudder. Oh, dude, I do that. I, I get the chills when I, like, see somebody bite into, like, an ice cream with their front teeth. Ooh. That, dude, just the thought of it gives me the chills. I don't know, man. It's weird. Oh, man. How about how about scratching scratching your nails against a chalkboard no. or scratching your nails against a car? No. But you know what, though? Rosa d- does really get bothered by, like, if I'm eating uh, food and, like, my teeth touch the utensil. Really mm. bothers her, and and there are people out there who really get irritated. Like they don't want to hear the smacking, right? right? And I don't consciously do it, but I guess I do do it sometimes. And same thing with like when I'm when I'm eating with a utensil, and and like the metal hits the teeth. I don't consciously like I don't do it on purpose, mm-hmm. but it does happen. And and like for her, it's one of those things. I think she looks at me like Ugh. that. Used to be one of the things when when we were kids that annoyed me about Danny. He was he was a smacker. He was a he was a yeah. He still is. Smacker. He still is. He still is a smacker. Yeah. But oh man, like when we were kids, I remember just watching him eat and like I want to go over and just like grab your head and just keep your mouth closed <laughs> so you can eat without making that. But that's the thing, dude. That some sound. people some people really get irritated by that sort of stuff and like it doesn't. And that's cultural too. It is cultural. That's cultural. Is cultural. Like if you go to Asian countries, that slurping, that smacking, that's all very compliments to the chef. Compliments to the chef and expected, and yeah. like it's totally cool. So that's really just cultural for us. Yeah. And well, but some people, it's it's a it's it's definitely like a pet peeve. They do yeah. they do really struggle. So for those folks, uh, don't go to Asia. Yeah, and yeah, you're and gonna, you're and gonna I, hate it. I'm sorry because I think I do that <laughs> more often than not. <laughs> you know what? I I do too. Uh, Nessie complains about it sometimes, especially like when I'm eating cereal. Like I'll slurp my milk or something, you know. <laughs> like I don't even notice I'm doing it. Yeah, but. exactly. All right, dude. Uh, we're running up on time here, so I'm gonna end up with uh with Miss Perez Peters. Um, she has probably the best thing to help you get through pretty much any office drama. She says, "I wish more people would just smile and say hello." I mean, dude, that goes right. a long way. I mean courtesy right courtesy you, you don't even really have to care the fact that you smile at somebody you don't know what their day is going you don't know what's going on in their day right that smile might change you know the pass it forward thing pay it forward pay it forward thing yep. yeah that that 
it's real, man. That's karma. It is. I like some of those videos that you see on Facebook where, like, the guy, like, moves the plant under the water and, like, he oh, helps yeah, yeah. this person out, like, gives them money. and then The, it, the, the Chinese guy or something like that? Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I and, know which video you're talking about. Everything gets pushed forward. It's that, it's that visualization of karma. Yeah. Right? And if you just, you know, it, it, it's, it could be therapeutic for the person that you're giving the smile to. But ultimately, it's also therapeutic to you. Force yourself to smile and say hello. You'll be surprised where conversations might go, how you will feel. Yeah, I mean, if you're having a bad day, smile, say hello to somebody, and, you know, you'd be surprised how much better you'll feel too. Give the world good karma, and it will give you good karma back. What is that quote? Be the light you want to see in the world? Be the light you want to see in the world. Right? Absolutely Something like true. that. Be the light, be the change. Anyway, before we go... Mom. Mom gave us a comment too. She made sure to mind our manners. Mind our manners. Please Say and please thank and you. thank you. That's right. That's it. And you know what? That goes along with your smile. It goes along with your smile. It does. Mama, love you. Love you, mama. <laughs> All right, dude. That's going to wrap it up. As always, thanks for everybody who joined the conversation. And uh, we hope that you join future conversations. You can follow us on Facebook at CS First or go to our website www.csfirst.com follow us on Twitter at Trades on the Road and that's all we got for you guys peace bye bye and I'm out